podcast, the week 13 NFL pick'em. All right, by week 13, I mean week 14 NFL pick'em. I'm your host, Luke Grilly, and I am am surrounded by Zustins right now. I have Sean on my right and Mark on my left. As I'm back, baby. Hold the applause. I'm back. back. I'm going to do my best to control them. It's very challenging. Uh, I've been working at it for about eight years now, and I've not mastered controlling the Zustin brothers. But I will do my best. Try ten. The Zustin brothers. The brothers. The brothers. It's Marlowe. He's nine games back. Um, we are the Never Ending Glory Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook and SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for us, Never Ending Glory Podcast. Tell your friends. Share us, like us, hit us up in the comments, and we'll be sure to get back to you if you have any questions about fantasy football or the NFL in general. We're sipping on some, some Buckeye Vodka tonight. Shout out to Haley at Buckeye Vodka for hooking us up with that. I mentioned on the uh, fantasy podcast that my go-to drink right now is grapefruit seltzer and Buckeye vodka. Sean, what are you sipping on tonight? Straight vodka, man. There you go. Vodka I, I figured you for cranberry or something, Luke. Yeah, that's when I'm, you know, feeling I'm a little yeasty. A little yeasty, I go with a cranberry. But tonight I'm feeling good, so I'm just going with some grapefruit. Nice tart drink. Mark, you're back tonight. Where you been? Where you been? Getting your picture taken? Getting, getting First your picture of all, done? Sean, don't give Luke really the benefit of having the having the unbelievable amount. He doesn't drink cranberry juice. Luke really drinks water and, and, and lemonade and eats macaroni and cheese. That's what he does. He's plain Jane. I, I don't even fine. know where to go with that. Go, go, so let's talk, about, let's talk about the past few weeks where you've been. You know, last week you were getting drawn like one of the French ladies in Titanic. Where were you the week before? You went like 4-10. and 10. I'm drinking water tonight, actually, out of a McDonald's cup. Last. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> um, went with the uh, quarter pounder deluxe tonight because I needed something quick and fast. Life has hit me fast with the beginning of basketball season. I got real responsibilities. All I want to say is vote yes for your local levies. Thank you. Let's move on. And I, I got hot takes for all my diehard followers out there. You're about to catch fire, baby. So instead of us waiting, let's get right to it. Bucky's masses. How about 4. that? 8 and That's 7 your- last week. Let, let's last just, week let's was key word. What, the, what were the records? So last week, so last, last season, last week, Jerry and I brought I up the beer present. at at seven and eight. Uh, Mark, who is self proclaimed on the comeback trail, is at went eight and seven, and then Duh. lead dog Sean ten and five. <laughs> Duh. Um, right now, Sean <laughs> is leading the the group at one hundred six and sixty eight. Jerry's you can in the imagine second. I'm doing that Game of Thrones from that ice dude, just doing the whole come at me right now. I'm doing right. that pose right now. And, I just puked uh, in my mouth. Jerry's one oh that's your acid reflex acting up again. Yeah. Uh, Jerry one oh two and seventy two. I'm at one oh one and seventy three, and then Maki is bringing up the rear at ninety seven and seventy seven. So nine games behind first place. Again, the winner gets a crisp twenty dollar bill from everybody on the podcast so that's sixty dollars for those counting at home. I'm gonna roll you this week, Luke. I looked at your picks. I'm gonna okay. straight roll you. I want side bet with Luke Grilly too. What I'll do you do want side, side bet. bet Luke? I'll do a side bet. What do you want to do? You already you already owe me a dinner at uh, the Oriole. I don't know what you want to do next, but we can do okay. something. I want something in the mail to look forward to. Okay. Uh, let's do side bet. Side bet side bet uh, we will side bet if I beat you, I will send you something in the mail. That you will thoroughly enjoy. It's if got you, let's 
Twenty dollar value. This this just got kinky. Okay. <laughs> Twenty dollar value. Same thing. I want something in the mail from you worth twenty bucks. If I, if well, I already know what I'm getting you, but I ain't losing, so I can't wait for my treat. Oh, I got. I'm gonna have to find out where to buy my edible undies. Um, um I don't want that, dude. I don't want okay, that. First I don't game. eat that crap. <laughs> Thursday night football, first game: Oakland ten and two at Kansas City. Uh, last time these two teams played, I believe Oakland won. Right, Sean? Okay, so uh, this week, obviously, Zach Arrowhead. Sean, who do you like in this game and why? This game is a Kansas City night game special. If Oakland wins this game, I will be thoroughly impressed. Oakland can score, but not against this Kansas City defense to the degree that that I think they can consistently or they need to. I think there's all, all the makings for a you know 27 20 type game. I like the Chiefs and I like that division to get knotted up. It's tough to get excited about Thursday night football games the way that the season has been going, but I am I agree with you. I'm looking forward to this game. I think 27-20 is a, maybe 27-23 keep a little bit closer than you. Uh, but I also like Kansas City in this one. Jerry's going to go with Oakland, but Mark, who do you got? Great great Thursday night game, isn't it? I mean, holy smokes. Chiefs, baby. You got to roll the Chiefs right now. I told you guys last week, Chiefs over the Falcons. You weren't on the podcast. You you didn't tell us anything last week. I put it on. You should have announced my picks last night, last week. Oh, we announced them, but you didn't tell us. I'm telling everyone, my people, I picked Kansas City last week. Justin Houston coming off the edge. Marcus Peters playing downhill. Eric Berry picking off terrible two-point conversion passes and taking it to the yiggy-yiggy house. Give me the Chiefs, baby. Arrowhead's going nuts. Chiefs by 14-17-ish. Big win. Next game, we have Pittsburgh 7-5 at Buffalo 6-6. Mark, getting more hot takes for us on this one? Can you pick against Pittsburgh? Can you? I can't. Give me I the freaking rats. <laughs> For those listening at home, the rats are the Steelers. Uh, Sean, who do you got? Well, technically the rats are the Steelers, the Ravens, and <laughs> probably a few other teams. But for the sake the Bengals, of this, they're I'm rats. on the rats. I'm on the rats as well. So basically anybody in the AFC North, that's not the Browns. They're the rats. Well, you know what? They should call the Bengals the Kentucky Bengals, but we'll get to that when they play. <laughs> tired of that squad. Um, I'm also going with Pittsburgh. I'm going with Pittsburgh, and so is Jerry. Uh, next game, we got Denver eight and four at Tennessee. Luke, I, really I, quick, can you ahead. can you tell us your opinion as a New England fan on Pittsburgh? Because I feel like they're the team that can challenge you guys, and I don't want to skip away from them too quick. I want your take on Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh. That offense, especially with Darius Green coming out there and, and playing well, that offense is scary, and they're they're tough to stop. The defense is a little bit suspect. Um, a team like New England, I think, matches up very well against them, though I think we would sorely miss Gronk against Pitt. Um, yeah. I think the pass can take him down. I, I think, again, I think it's one of those games where it's a 37-20 game. I think it comes down to who has home field advantage. Fortunately, with the Steelers being at 7-5 and and the Patriots at 10-2, and obviously the Patriots would have most likely home field advantage if they ever met in the playoffs. And I think that's really what it comes down to. I don't see them coming into to New England and, and getting it done. However, I don't see the Patriots going into Pittsburgh and, and getting it done either. I think it uh, really comes down to home field. So. See, I don't know, Luke. I, see, I think I'm, I'm, AFC, more, I'm, more scared, I'm more scared of Baltimore than I am of I, Pittsburgh. Well, 
I'll tell you this. Baltimore doesn't have the pass rush anymore. And, and sometimes, I don't know if Pittsburgh does, but if Pittsburgh got their pass rush going, that's what I think would be scary for them moving forward. The, I think the AFC North, out of all divisions, they can play on the road. The Ravens can go on the road and win. Maybe not this year, but they've shown in the past. The Steelers can do it because they have the mental toughness. So that'd be the team, if I was you guys, that I would not want to play. Yeah. And we'll see how it turns out. Hey, they might not even make the playoffs. Uh, but the Patriots yeah. are pr- yeah, pretty much point. a lock due to the uh, the putrid AFC East that generally can never get it done against the Patriots. So uh, next game, we have Denver 8-4 and four at Tennessee 6-6. Six and six. I'm going to assume, Sean, what, what do you think the line is going to be on this game? You're a resident gambler. What do you think the, the line is? On what game? I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> Denver at Tennessee. I don't know. Who cares? Okay. All great. I am about, all I care about is picking money lines. And I'd like the Denver Broncos in this one. Now, actually, I think the line is um, is like Tennessee minus one or something like that. It's it's a little quirky. I love Denver in this game, though. See, I, I disagree. I actually like Tennessee a lot. I think they're going to be all over uh, DeMarco Murray and, and um, Derrick Henry in this one and really capitalize on that soft Denver run defense. Mariota, we mentioned on the fantasy podcast, can get it done with his feet. So I like that offense. And the defense is, they're, they're okay. But then again, the Denver offense is okay as well. So I think, I, I was expecting Tennessee to be the underdog in this one at home just because Denver's got that championship defense. And hence why I asked the question that you ever so succinctly answered. Well, um, I just I'm, found out Wade Davis is going to get traded to the Cubs, which makes me happy that he's not going to be with the Royals, but then the Cubs keep getting better. Wrong pod. Me. Wrong pod. <laughs> wrong pod. Well, we haven't done that. We haven't done the MLB pod because our host Mon are still crying. Wrong pod. Wrong pod. Uh, wrong pod. Jerry, Jerry's also going with Tennessee on me. And uh, who do you got, Mark? Dude, uh, well, if Trevor Simeon's starting, I'm taking the Broncos without question. But I took the Broncos. I'll stick with them. But, God, I do not want to see a Paxton Lynch reunion in Tennessee. He'll get murdered. He'll get killed. They will not win if Paxton Lynch starts. But I'll take Denver. Death on the field is always fun to watch. Uh, Washington at Philly. Washington 6-5-1. Philly at 5-7. This is for third place, essentially, in the... Well, Washington will still be in third, but uh, this is, I mean, Washington's still in the wild card race. Philly, probably not so much. I personally like Washington. I, this was a toss-up for me. This is one of those games where I think it's two equally matched teams. I don't expect Jordan Reed to play. However, I think the other receivers for Washington will step up. Philly's still trying to find a receiver other than Zach Ertz that can catch the ball. Uh, Doyle Green Beckham is too busy wearing his Yeezys and passing them off as some sort of charity to really care about playing football. Um I like Washington here. Mark, who do you got? These two teams are stuck in purgatory. Absolute purgatory. They're they're both ugh. I'll take Philly because Philly's good at home. Sean? I'm going the coach angle. I'm taking Washington just because Gruden is way better than Doug Peterson. You've been all over Doug Peterson lately. Give me the lowdown on this, including you. He challenged a two-yard play the other night. He challenged a two-yard play that that he won the challenge. 
He won the challenge, but he had already lost one earlier, so he didn't have a challenge the rest of the way against Green Bay. Came back three days later, and then in hindsight realized, yeah, I probably shouldn't have challenged a two-yard completion. <laughs> Luke, he was Sean was so flustered because I kept dogging him about the Chiefs beating the Falcons. <laughs> he was like, well, Doug Peterson is their coach. And then like, I, I instantly got, got him out. Yeah, he was I so was. flustered. He in was my, like, well, in my defense, the Falcons I had just, are still going to win. In my defense, we had just had a TV, we, a new TV that had fallen and broken because of a faulty stand <laughs> and snapped. And I was like in the process of going through a debate with Best Buy whether or not that that would get an acceptable <laughs> return. So I had to go a little bit principle based on them and going a touch of crazy. Yeah, with the bloody must have been that Buckeye vodka <laughs> with a splash of lime. That, that's uh, why I probably bleeding so much. Yes. Uh, next game we have on this, the schedule here is Arizona at Miami. Arizona five six and one. Miami seven and five. Gentlemen, we are all on Arizona, and I'm I'm surprised about that. Uh, I know Miami they put up a stinker last week, but Arizona just really isn't very good at football, and they're playing on the road. Uh, Sean, Mark, tell tell me why you guys like Arizona here. I don't know that I like Arizona as much as I think Miami stinks. I just think they're garbage. Um, They've gotten lucky. I, I know they should be six and six because Cody Parkey makes a field goal and we beat them um, in Miami. So uh, they had a real soft part of the schedule. Maybe won one game that Pittsburgh game unexpectedly. I, I just I think a tailspin's in order for them. A lot of their offense is smoke and mirrors. Yeah, yeah. That, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if they had one of those just late season meltdowns and Adam Gase is is fighting to to keep his job. Uh, Mark, what do you hired think? him. He's fine. He, Adam Gates fine. They're not firing a guy. Who are they going to get to replace him? They just made this big thing. They're not talented enough. Well, their talent. This is my take. Their talent is older talent. That's yeah. their issue. And once that, once it goes in the direction where those guys realize we're not going to make the playoffs, that you can win some money in Vegas yes. off of betting against this team. And <laughs> yeah, they got so they got they got the quitter gene. Yeah. So there's I'm taking Arizona on the sheer fact that David Johnson might get 100 fantasy points. He is going to <laughs> dominate. The only chance that David Johnson doesn't have of getting over 20 Here's what he's doing here. This is a reverse jinx. Is No, it ain't. Just That's listen. That's what this is, Luke. The Just only right chance <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call it. The only chance that David Johnson has of getting under 25 points in fantasy is he gets hurt. Maybe Sue rips his ankle off. That's the only shot I got there. Done deal. I think the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> They're not even playing. You mean I'm Miami? sorry, the Dolphins. I got, <laughs> I got messed up with the Jets. I'll say this. Mark oh. does hate Jets. Mark, we'll get to the Jets. But we'll get to, the, like, we'll get to the Jets. Oh. I cannot believe oh, I've been on funny. the Jets. That was my subconscious there. Boy. <laughs> Floated the Jets, floated up. Yeah, the, the Dolphins your mouth the worst wouldn't even team let in the NFL. you say that Miami was the worst team in the NFL because you, you deep down in your oh, the throes of your soul, you know the Jets are awful. As much as, as much as you want to, as much as you want to quit them, much as you want to quit them, you can't. And we'll get back to that. In a second. I know you're right, but dude, Bulls, I don't care what any of you guys part. say. If the Browns were in that division, we'd have three wins. That division, Grilly's right. That division is terrible. Three wins. All right. Um, all right. Luke, let's we have move, zero. Let's move on from this it's one. Baby steps, Luke. Uh, it's 300% <laughs> difference. The next game uh, <laughs> that, again, we're all on the same team here, and I kind of expected a, expected a little diversity here, is San Diego at Carolina. 
Carolina playing at home and sitting at four and eight, you know, is uh, it's a it's a it's a home game, so Cam doesn't have to wear his tie. He can wear his little Mr. Peanut monocle outfit and not get benched for one play. Um, we're all all in Carolina this week, and I think it comes down to for me that at some point this offense has to get going and it has to be at home against this soft defense. It just, it simply has to happen. Eventually they are too talented. They were too good last year. I just can't find, I can't fathom them continuing to be so bad this year. And if they are, (laughs) and I know it's week 14, but if they're this bad, it's like you, something seriously needs to be done in the off season to fix this team. And maybe that's getting rid of Ron Rivera or maybe that's... Hey, he wants to know. fire every coach today, Sean. Luke Grilly's on the rampage. Yeah, yeah. come on. That's what happens <laughs> Dude, when you've had just Cam made the do Super Bowl like last Super Bowl year. Last you want to can the guy. You're high. Come on. Hey, that, listen, yeah, okay, well, what, what, what how about this? Sometimes it's He's just not your people. season. It's not your season. It's not Ron Rivera's <laughs> season. I think there's more to the Cam Newton thing. The media will sweep that under the rug because they like Cam to do Yoko, Oikos commercials and wear stupid good suits yogurt. and act like a moron, and then walk off when he loses. That's walk good off yogurt. Key lime. <laughs> so Dude, what I love guys... Moose Shield. We don't have anything else to say. We're going Panthers. Let's move on. We no, got I want to hear Luke's now. rebuttal to that. I, I got no rebuttal to that. Let's move on to your yes. Super Bowl. Let's we have Cincinnati. Cincinnati 4-7-1 going against your winless Cleveland Browns. You Sean, them. is this it, Sean? Is this Browns. it, Sean? How do the Browns win this game? Tell me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to give away secrets a la Donald Trump. I'm not giving away any secrets. <laughs> if I tell you, then they might know and they might do something about it. Sean, I'm just, this, is, this is a blind faith pick. I'm taking the Browns. Oh, this my God. Jack. Oh he my knows God. the and personnel. Not, and I, ain't I have back in no the idea why I'm taking the Browns. Don't argue Buckeye back. Vodka. I don't feel good about it. I just don't think we can go 0 and 16. Or maybe I don't want to go 0 and 16. But man, give me the Mark, I'll, let you, I'll let you. I'll let you go with it, and then and then I'll give my my thoughts on it. <laughs> First of all, Buckeye Vaca is is working magic on YouTube. <laughs> I'm coming back sober. This is great. <laughs> Who'd Burris pick really quick? Burris went with uh, Cincinnati. Oh, man, I would have loved a clean sweep, clean sweep there. Me and Burst are going to win this week, obviously. The Browns aren't beating the Bengals, uh, whether they're con- from Kentucky or not. And the river should have wrapped around that absolute shithole. Um, but it didn't. So we still have to call them part of Ohio, but they destroy us. The Browns are terrible, dude. It's terrible. This weekend was the greatest weekend ever. Not having to watch the Browns. Buckeyes make the playoffs. Buckeye Vodka. We're moving to you, Luke. Something, my thoughts are, something has to give. And <laughs> it's so... And that's the rationale. I'm this on is board. like Vince Let's McMahon. Go. There is Vince only McMahon. one game that the Browns could win, and that's this game, the rest of the season. I don't think they're going to go 0-16. I think it's actually harder to go 0-16 than it is to win a bunch of games in the NFL. It's just, you, something has to give. I understand so the this Browns is like my league team. This is I, like X Pac to Razor Ramon. You're saying something has to give. It's just a terrible matchup for Razor Ramon. 
Sure. No, sure. I, I don't. Sure. No. I, I, I just think that the Browns aren't going to go in 16. They're going to go one in 15. They're going to win this week. I, it's, it's a perfect storm for them just because Cincinnati's defense isn't that great. They're banged up on offense. Andy Dalton can turn into a pumpkin real easily. Uh, I, I, just wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he did it this week. I just really wouldn't be that surprised. And RG3 can turn into a squash, dude. Come on, dude. That dude's a chump. I'm not defending RG3 by any means. He's RG3 and uh, he sucks. But yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I, it's just a gut feeling. Let's go with a gut feeling in the Buckeye vodka a little bit. That's fine. Um, moving on. Next game, we have <laughs> Chicago three and nine at Detroit. We're all on Detroit here. And Marky, you're saying the nine and four Detroit Lions here. Tell me why. When I tore my Achilles. I missed out on my Detroit Lions game this year. Ben Stouffer, four weeks ago, at Matt Moner, he's on the pod, on Matt Moner's sister's wedding said, if the Detroit Lions win the division, I'm taking you to the home game in the playoffs. We're going. Those are row two, 10-yard line seats. They're phenomenal. So the Detroit Lions are 9-4. to They're beating the hell out of the Bears. And they actually have a good football team. Their pass rush, Siggy Ansah, is coming. Haloti Nada, I, I wonder why the Ravens got rid of this guy because he still destroys the middle, frees up their linebackers. They got a solid team, good defense. And Stafford, Sean was dogging him weeks ago. Stafford's playing really good football, dude. And Theo Riddick's, Nick Vernon was right about Theo Riddick, man. I like the Lions. They're balanced. They're not a bad team. In fact, I was just looking at it. They're the third best team in the NFC behind Dallas and Seattle. I can't name a better team. I think they've become a far more complete team. And I, I got to say, Stafford's gotten better without Calvin Johnson because he's not forcing him the ball 20 times a game. He's actually looking at his other receivers. Theo Riddick has been, when he's healthy, he's been fantastic. I really wish Amir Abdullah was still healthy because I think he would bring uh, dimension to yeah. this team that they're sorely yeah, missing. Me too. But their defense has been shunted down recently. I've, I've picked them up in a few fantasy leagues, and I started them the past few weeks. They've been a fun team to watch. It's You, know, you go into the season, and I really didn't expect much from this team, but – they're, they're absolutely proving me wrong, and um, I think that you're definitely going to uh, have a shot to, to go to the playoffs here soon and get get into that one of those home games, so uh, I congratulate you on that one. Um, let's move on to Houston at Indy, two 6-6 six six teams. This is a revenge game, by the way. That's the only one of the four losses Detroit has is to the Bears. little interesting nugget. Thank you for that. Wow. Um, you know, Houston at Indy, two 6-6, six and, six, and uh, AFC South teams going at it. Uh, Indy, their offense is starting to finally look good. Dwayne Allen got involved on Monday night, scored two. The real story here is one guy can't quit one guy on this podcast. And he's, he's not on, but he Mm. literally cannot quit Brock Osweiler. It is unbelievable where we went with these picks. I, it, I saw it and I just started laughing. For for those new to the podcast, uh, the one Jerry Burris, who is on baby duty tonight, thought that Brock Osweiler was a top 10 quarterback, and he's soon found out that he's very wrong. I think it took him about three weeks of uh, watching him and watching his fantasy football performances. And Google Gaga. And not only myself, but also both the Zustins here went with Indy. And then, of course, our good friend Jerry. Went with Houston Texans he, to win this game. Google Gaga. He can't, can't quit. Brock Osweiler. Ah. I've never seen anything like it. Google Gaga. <laughs> Google Brock Brock. 
Yeah, they should have named that baby Brock Burris. Ooh, Brock Burris would be nice. I like that. Ben Burris oh. is pretty good, but Brock who's Burris. Who's to say Burris it's actually? Who's to say it's a Burris at this point? The way Burris is giving Brock all this carte blanche, it could be Ben Osweiler. <laughs> I want I want him to name his next kid Brock Burris and cut his hair like Josh McCown. Why? Just because. <laughs> Just because. Just because. He all right, let's pick. He keeps picking Houston. He's not gonna have the money. He's gonna be having to pay all of his debts off. Well, he's probably hoping his kid hits six seven like Brock Osweiler. Yeah, yeah. but but Burris doesn't have an ounce of athletic athleticism inside of him. Oh, we both, we both take know that I would right now. I would have been that a starting tight end. That technique it blew you off the ball in Burlington, oh, Vermont. Please, please, that was it's a fact. Papers. I heard he put in that work. I heard you were he put too in busy. That work on you were too busy puking in the bathroom. Okay. It was not puking. I had an acid attack. There's a big difference. (laughs) Dude, and his technique was sheer superior to that of yours. This is not seven-on-seven New Hampshire football. This is real deal Holyfield, dude. All right, we're moving on to Minnesota at Jacksonville. As Sean would say, a big poo-poo game. We're all on Minnesota. I don't think we really want to talk about this all that much. We'll just get frustrated to remind ourselves that Gus Bradley still has a job. Um, He is the first— Utterly he, unwatchable. He the first nothing coach to watch with this game. He is the first coach all time to have three eight game um, losing eight games in a row losses, eight losses in a row. That's it. Three times over in his career. That is how he still has a job between him and Jeff Fisher. I'll never understand how those two guys have a job. The Jacksonville Jaguars. But let's move on Jerry to Burr's the third division winner, the Turd Nugget Supreme. And we alluded to this team earlier. We said that Jerry cannot quit Houston or Brock Osweiler. But, Mark, the Jets 3-9 and nine at San Francisco 1-11. Get off the Jets' nuts. Explain to me, what, what is your infatuation with the Jets here? Did you watch Bryce Petty last night? Did you watch yeah. Bryce Petty? Did you watch Colin Kaepernick? Did you look at Colin, Colin Kaepernick's We talked score? about it on the pod. Oh, hey. we, we Phil Simms. We talked about it. We talked about it, but I've also seen what Colin Kaepernick has done throughout the rest of the season. That's a hell of a lot better than anything Bryce Petty could do. Listen, I have to obviously pick the Jets. Now, there is nothing better if you stayed up and watched the end of that game that those guys wearing those Jet shirts, they were all black, and it said J-E-T-S, just endure the suffering that was phenomenal <laughs> and that that made me feel somewhat better about my pick of the jets i gotta stick with the old jets i can't quit on them now the 40 and, listen i got hey, two I'll words honest, for you guys that, those guys are what's your two words you keep my, talking about the jets what's your two words my two words are jim o'neill what about him he, what he's about the defensive him? coordinator for the 49ers? Yeah, he's, he's, he's the bad worst league. coach. Uh, he's, he's the worst he's, coach he's ever in anything. Any he, he is he him and Pat Shermer <laughs> would make up the worst staff you've ever even laid eyes on. He's okay? bad. Trust us, Rich Cotite, we know yeah. bad coaches. Jim right. O'Neill is the worst defensive coach in the NFL. He's coaching their defense, which means the Jets will put up twenty some and they'll win. The Jets put up twenty somethings. Little, uh, I think that's a little bit of a reach there um, without offense. But yeah, you watch. I don't, 
I'll watch. Oh, I will. I will. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll be watching. <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll be watching the three and nine Jets versus the one. I got to be. There are about six games here I wouldn't put on if you gave me like a portable TV attached, attached to my wrist. I would just kind of close my eyes the whole it's week. Pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, right. Jerry's going with the Jets. Sean, give me something about San Francisco. Obviously, we just heard from Mark about how terrible their defense is. But uh, how do you? Why do you get San Francisco here? You want me to give you something about San Francisco? Give you something. No. Okay, cool. You're being real difficult tonight. You know that? <laughs> being real difficult tonight. You, you've asked me questions about things that don't deserve to have breaths altered in their direction. Like, I shouldn't have to waste any breath whatsoever to talk you are about. So, you are just so high and mighty tonight. You're on your high horse. Here, you here's think, my thing about San Francisco. Think you West. think you're a tough guy because you got you got brought onto the big leagues because you're the, I'm the high horse. The I'm the high horse. I'm the high horse. Ten and five. <laughs> I can't hear you through all this winning I'm doing. Here's my thing about San Francisco. Reports are out. They are not satisfied with their stadium. Their stadium is two years old. It was a billion dollars, and they are already talking about significant alterations to it that the taxpayers would have to absorb in Santa Clara. That You mean the taxpayers pay for everything, like that piece of shit Cleveland Brown Stadium that's a factory of sadness. It, it is. That what, that, that, that Brown Stadium that? is an abomination. How do we get to talking about the stadiums, though? You pick San because Francisco. Because you asked for a nugget uh, that, that signified what deserved to be talked about. There's nothing worth talking about with a 3-9 and nine Jets team in a 1-11 one Nuggets it's a turd talk- nugget supreme, Luke. Nothing to yeah. talk about. Yeah. It's got Ta-da. sour cream covered on it. Sour cream and them chives. <laughs> I got something. Some of, that, some of that hot sauce. You know what's going to be the most enjoyable <laughs> thing about this? This I like this. Is come Monday when everybody's waking up after their hangovers and they got to go into work. And about 9 a.m. at work, they got to run to the bathroom. That's the best thing, the best possible outcome that can come from, from the game is that people focus more on the Monday morning than the Sunday afternoon. Guys, I got a little side. I got a little side take here too. Think about how many we're Browns fans and we're saying this. How many terrible quarterbacks are you going to have in the same in the same stadium? Bryce Petty, terrible. Fitzpatrick, terrible. Christian Hackenberg, they won't even put him in pads. He is beyond <laughs> bad. Colin Kaepernick, nothing. Blaine Gabbert, it's Blaine Gabbert. Okay, and you're forgetting I mean, one more. And you're forgetting one more. Oh, Christian Ponder. Oh my God, is he the third string for the 49ers? Yes. 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 Oh my. Sprinkle a little Ponder on it. <laughs> hey, ponder this. Hey, Mark, ponder <laughs> this. Hey, ponder this. Rue liked Christian Hackenberg. Oh, Rue oh. Phillips. My God! <laughs> oh my! Is he gonna make the playoffs in fantasy? No, he's, he's a one in every five years. He's never he's makes a, the playoffs. How, how about this? Is he gonna have a draft take? Is he gonna have a draft take worth the shit ever? Oh. <laughs> he talking about David Vacune like he's a stud. He likes no, tech. no. I like with that. I like I like watching the combine with Rue because he just zones out, dude. He just gets in that <laughs> recliner of mine and he just kicks it every now and then. He hits you with a hot take, usually once <laughs> every twenty five minutes. I like it. It's kind of enjoyable. It's cool. Rue reclines. Uh, Rue reclining is one of my favorite things in the world. All right, we spent a lot of time on this one and just a shenanigans. We, I think we missed you Jerry asked for it. We did, we did. I think we kind of missed Burris kind of uh, balancing us a little bit with just shitting on him and his takes. Um, 
Next game, New Orleans like five and seven. Takes. New Orleans at five and seven. Tampa Bay at seven and five. Fellas, I'm on Tampa Bay this week. I'm surprised you guys aren't. They've been playing tough the past few weeks. That defense is finally starting to step up. Cameron Brate's turned into a solid second receiver for him. Obviously, Mike Evans is in beast mode right now. Uh, we talked about him as being our Sean and I talked about his being our favorite fantasy player down the stretch, especially in the playoffs. Um, I, tell me, how is how is New Orleans going to win this game? I like Tampa Bay a lot. Uh, my I'll, move, I'll, actually, I, I've done this on the college pod, and albeit it's not worked all the time, but <laughs> they just activated Josh Huff. i got to go. This is just a karma move by the Bucks. Bringing Josh Huff, I think that's a bad move. And uh, I'd like Sean Payton against Tampa Bay, kind of bringing their defense down a little bit. Started to give up some big plays to Rivers last week. I think Drew Breeze bounces back after an awful week, has a big one. I think we're looking at a 35-31 type game. And in that setting, I don't know that Tampa has enough firepower. Obviously, Mike Evans is big time. Brate, uh, I just think there may be a player too short. I like the Saints on the road. Marky? I like the Saints because I, I just looked at the standings earlier today when I was picking this, and their backs are against the wall. And in, in division games especially, I feel like you can beat the team at their place. So with that being said, the, the Saints have to win this game. This is their season. They, they If they don't win this game, it's over. A division game. And they play the, the Buccaneers in two weeks. So they – it's Saints Buccaneers, then they play someone else, come right back. So I, I see the Saints is getting this one. And in two weeks, I think the Buccaneers are going to beat them at their place. It's one of those in-division flip-flops. So I'll take the Saints with their backs against the wall, get away from home a little bit, grind, get the mental focus of an away game. I think it's actually good they get out of the Superdome, too. I think that's better for the Saints. So I'll take the Saints. All right. So uh, I'm the only one in Tampa Bay. Jerry's also going with the Saints. Next game, we have Atlanta 7-5. They just came off that loss against Kansas City. And L.A. at 4-8. and eight. The Rams, one of the favorite teams that we like to talk about here on the Never Ending Glory podcast. We're all on Atlanta. I don't think we want to go into detail uh, for 5-10 minutes on Jeff Fisher and how pathetic he is. I think is Mark has a Jeff Fisher take. I think oh, that's great. the one thing is Mark's got a Jeff Fisher take. Okay, let's. Well, I'll, I'll give you the Jeff Fisher take, Mark. Which Jeff Fisher take is this, Sean? Because I think I've had about 10 in the last week. Far away with one of them because we've covered some, but I can always I can listen to Jeff Fisher get killed any day, all day. They're they're four and eight. They're probably going to win this week on the on the sheer principle that they'll get to seven and nine. They're going to go three and one in their last four, which is great for your Todd Gurley owners. But but this guy sucks. How is he still (laughs) coaching? God, the 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 Patriots were up fourteen nothing. I looked over at my roommate Uppy. I said. If you put together the the combined score score of how many times he's played against the Patriots, it had to be a hundred to nothing in the last three games. They finally got on the board with the field goal. How does this guy? Keep, I, I'm done with this guy. Move on. This guy sucks. He does. <laughs> he sucks. He's poopy. Yeah, all of those things. He's the worst. He's, he's the anti. Hey, hey Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Fisher, are you gonna step up? Good lord. Are and you how about step this? Up? How about this? He's got his son. Total nepotism. Typical. Typical. I hate nepotism. I hate nepotism. <laughs> Love unless, you, Sean, unless Sean wants to give me a job. Love I you, Rue. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to uh, Seattle, Green Bay. I'd say this is probably going to be uh, the best game of the week. 
I think it should be a solid game from both teams. I'm the only one on Green Bay this week. I, I guess think at home, uh, you know, at Lambeau that we talked about this on the fantasy pod. I don't think that Seattle's defense is the same on the road as they are at home. Uh, and they're obviously going to be missing Earl Thomas here. I like Aaron Rodgers to put up at least three touchdowns this week. Um, and hopefully, hopefully lead my fancy team to a victory. Uh, gentlemen, let's start with you, Sean. Who do you, why, why do you like Seattle here? We just got done with the fantasy pod. You dogged like half the players on Green Bay and even questioned Rodgers. dog him. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, he sits I, there I and he takes, yeah. he takes Green Bay. I love this. It sets up perfectly. I hope it's a 13-10 game. Actually, no. I hope it's a – I need 20 to, to 10 because <laughs> I got Hushka and, and Wilson. So I need two touchdowns from Russell um, and him to go wild on the ground or something. I like Seattle. I just – they're a better team. Green Bay is just annoying if you watch him. Um, I just, whatever. I I, I am there. I don't know how you can pick Green Bay. I, I really don't. They're one dimensional passing. They're going against a defense that plays very well against one dimensional teams. Just got Michael uh, Bennett well, back. Well, I guess unless you Tampa Bay, but who knows what the hell happened that game? That was probably just an outlier game. But dude, bottom line. It, Green Bay's not going to get any pass rush on Russell Wilson. He will make he will make high percentage choices all freaking day when he can stand in the pocket and make easy throws. This is how another can, reverse jinx because I got Russell can, against Mark dude, too. Okay, how can Green Bay possibly beat them if they don't get pressure on the quarterback? I don't care about the off Aaron Rodgers. I'm not going to get blinded by their awesome pass game, dude. This has all Seattle's going to kill them. They're going to kill him. I think, and one last thing on it. I thought you said you're done. He's Earl done. Thomas. One last thing. <laughs> They're going to play for Earl Thomas. They're, Earl Thomas was an emotional leader on their team. They're winning this game for him. They're going to kill Green Bay. Oh, you heard God. it here first, baby. Oh, Lock God. City. Oh, Lock City. It's now Lock Uh-oh. City. Okay. He locked it in. Lock it in. All right. Well, I, I can't. I can't beat that. But hey, you know what? Next game, I'm on this team. Uh, so this this could be a big week for me because uh, the last three out of the four games that we we're talking about, I'm the only one picking this team. I got the Giants at eight and four at home on Sunday Night Football, beating the eleven and one Dallas Cowboys. I oh, know that best. this is probably. Uh, you know what? I, I stand by this pick. I think that oh, Luke, has a big game. the New York Giants <laughs> are going to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Lock City. Okay, Luke, oh. you're forgetting one thing. You're high. You're yeah, high. Yeah, let me chime in. Tom Coughlin is not the coach of the Giants. You're, oh, you're really? Putting your faith oh. in your boy Benny McAdoo, okay? <laughs> and Eli. Dude, Benny McAdoo looks like he's going to bring a, a Domino's pizza to my door. He looks like a pizza delivery man, dude. Okay? Hey, Domino's, sponsor us. Get out of <laughs> here, Luke. Dude, this, this Giants team, I would love to trust them. But Tom Coughlin's the guy that set the discipline, and they gave him a level of consistency. They hey, don't have Mark, any level. Who, who's, who said they might be interested in a reun- reunion with Tom Coughlin? What did you say? I said that's the best thing that the Jacksonville Jaguars could ever do. Get him in there. He will. That team will play totally different. He'll be the best thing that ever happened to Blake Bortles. I don't know that Blake Bortles gets to stay. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll be uh, they'll be off that experience. Guys, but, uh, you remember Eli Manning? Or Kurt Warner when those guys were in like 
Well, they brought in Kurt Warner to help Eli Manning. Eli Manning was making terrible decisions, terrible decisions. Coughlin got him straight. They won two Super Bowls. Luke knows all about it. Sorry, uh, Luke. That's just you got to rub that Ooh, in, huh? Fighting. Okay. <laughs> my, my thing is simple. My thing is simple. Just look up front. Dallas is better. Giants are getting pressure. If they don't get pressure – and the Giants' offense sucks. It just blows. Like it, <laughs> oh, it, it, man. The running back is slow. They force the ball to Beckham. They don't have any type of consistency. Eli's all over the place. And Dallas, for a defense perspective, Sean Lee's everywhere. They get oh, after man. the passer situationally. Rod Marinelli's got him coached up. Cowboys. Roddy, Roddy. Cowboys rolling in this one. Ooh, rolling. Get okay, well, hey, you seat. know what? Get ready for Dez. They I ain't saying eat. rolling, dude. It's a division game. No battle, dude. I ain't saying rolling. Listen, all I got to say is championship players make cha- championship plays. I heard that from Mark Zussman before, and I think that this is going to be one of those games – Okay, where I don't know if where, I've ever said that. <laughs> you said that. You said that a few times. You said that on the intramural oh, flag football played, field back in the day. No, I say that when when we were playing Mario Kart, dude. When I pass <laughs> your ass on the last turn and blow a little dust, dude, on you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so I'm going. Listen, I'm going with the Giants here. I know it's I know it's an underdog Star. move, but I'm, I'm rolling with it. Um, we'll move on to the next game, the last game, Monday Night Football, Baltimore seven and five at New England ten and two. We're all on New England, but you know what? I would not be surprised if this was a close game. Uh, oh the, the, Ra- the Rams, Rams always the Patriots tough, even in Foxborough. I still think the Patriots get the win here, but I, I do think it's going to be a little bit closer than what Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised if Vegas had this at about six or seven. Um, Mark, let, let's see what you got. I got New England. The spread's eight opened at. It's down to seven. All you New Englanders want to give Baltimore a ton of credit. Baltimore's not very good this year. They've they've benefited from a weak schedule. They, I mean, their offense isn't bad, but they don't really have much of a running back hit and miss with Terrence West. Their corners aren't very good. Their secondary, their safeties are beat up. They don't have a pass rush. Suggs doesn't get off the ball like he used to. And Dumerville, Dumerville, Dumerville and Pouncey, the center for Miami. I feel like those dudes never play. By the way, I feel All like right, M, yeah. the, the the Pouncey dude. These dudes never play. I think New England actually. I think New England can win by a couple touchdowns, maybe anywhere from fourteen to nineteen points. I'll say. I just think that they're really they're still really going to miss Gronk, um, and I don't have a ton of faith in the outside receivers getting open consistently. They'll just bracket Edelman. They won't let him do too much damage, and they'll have to rely on the Legarrette Blunt so, or uh, Martellus. Martellus. Mar- yeah, yeah, but Martellus has been what? hobbled with an ankle injury, so he's not, he isn't 100% right now, and, and it's been noticeable the past few games. So I got a quick question, Luke, before Sean jumps on his take here. I want to I ask you this, and I want to know your take on it. One, obviously the Patriots had to know something was up with Gronk because they went out and got Martellus Bennett, and that was kind of, we thought that it was more of a dual tight end look, but it might, I, I almost think now, like, they knew that Gronk was hurting and hey we just need to get someone in here that we know can make plays on sheer size but why did they get rid of aj derby just because the the yeah, deal the AJ was too derby good? doesn't make any sense he's good. i don't I, I don't know why they got rid of derby i liked him i thought he was a pretty solid you know an athletic player and and they traded him to denver which is the most shocking thing uh going back to martellus bennett i mean it's it, you can't rely on gronk year in year out and the Patriots love the tight end, and they got to make sure they have an athletic, freakish tight end. They brought in Scott Chandler a few years ago, thinking that he could be, you know, the the the, the next man up if 
if uh, Gronk got hurt. But he didn't pan out. He retired. He hurt his knee. And the next best thing was Martellus Bennett, obviously. And I think it was more like a, a matchman-in-heaven type thing for both parties. The Patriots want to bring him in because need that Gronk insurance. But also, Bennett's on a um, – he's in a contract year right now, so he's trying to get that next big contract. Rumors came out this this past week that he turned down a long-term deal from the Patriots at $7 million a year, which is a huge surprise because that would put him pretty much in line with what Gronk makes. Um, but I just think they know that Gronk is fragile and he can't stay on the field because I guess fragile is not the right word. Gronk sets himself You've got to limit his reps. That's oh, yeah. my God, it, dude. It, he Gronk gets hit sets, so Gronk, hard. He sets himself up to get hit. And also, if you lo- notice at the beginning of the season, he didn't play a lot because I think he could have played with that hamstring injury, but they didn't want to waste his reps. They didn't want to— With Garoppolo would have killed him over the middle. That, too. So— yeah, I just think that it was. It, it came down to bringing in uh, Martellus as more of an insurance policy, and it, it was needed because they're cashing yeah. in right now. And and yeah. hopefully, hopefully Martellus can stay healthy. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the off season and whether or not they're able to bring him back. I'd like to see them bring him back. I think he's a very athletic tight end. Obviously, I think he's just a difference maker on the field. But I, I would not be shocked if he signed a huge deal in the off season elsewhere. But he really hasn't done all that much this year consistently. He has been inconsistent, so this, the final stat line won't, won't look great, but obviously you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt considering the snaps that he's playing versus what Gronk's playing. So that's my take on it. Sean, what's your take on this game? Uh, I like I like Baltimore to cover, New England to win. I think it's a close one. I, I think the, the Patriots are going to shift into a little bit of close game mo- mode, some 20-17 to 17 type games, just kind of – just do enough to, to hold them off, not show a lot. I think they're going to kind of prepare for – they know they're going to get the, the week one by the playoffs. And if they have to go to Oakland, I don't think they're all that worked up about it. I think the one area where they don't want to go is Kansas City. I, I don't think they want any part of that potential matchup with that pass rush, that stadium, playoff-type game. That is where you know trouble could could come into play. I think they're thinking about that. So it'll be interesting to see how that game on Thursday then maybe plays into to come Monday night. Because I think if you look at the Pats, there's this week and uh, and the Denver game. And then other than that, it's kind of, you know, not not too much to worry about. Right. right. So I would yeah. love to see a big game at Arrowhead, by the way. I think that'd be the coolest thing. Like, I'd love like to see Arrowhead. a game, a big game at that poopy stadium in Cleveland. That's what I'd like to see. And <laughs> hey, that's why Sunday, yeah. 1 p.m., we get yeah, you, back on the winning side. Dude, come on now. I, I'd rather t- – oh. <laughs> Okay, I can't even discuss it. Right. What would it be like, a big game in Cleveland? A big game in Cleveland? Well, they have them all the time. They're called Indians and Cavs games. But nobody goes. Oh no! What are you talking about? I'm talking. I'm talking more about Indians in uh in because Cleveland fans are overrated, July. Luke. Cleveland fans are overrated. I'm, I'm the one that always says it. They're well, overrated. Our diehards, the truth. Our diehards are better than anybody's. Oh, our diehards are legit. They're just like these idiots that call into this 92.3. They're idiots. Okay, I got so mad at 92.3. I sent these jackasses an email. I said <laughs> ten points. I gave him a 10-point bulletproof on what the Why don't you say that for the pod? Why don't you say that for the pod? You want me to say it on the damn pod? 
<laughs> I emailed it. I got it up right here. If you want to hear this hot take, uh, we're, we're we're running pretty we're pretty yeah, long on time. That next this? week, that's that's called a teaser. This? That's a teaser. Yes. For the list. Yeah, I'll give you my ten point solution to the Cleveland Browns. No, I might even add a couple. Save, save you know it. what? I'll add I'll add four points and we'll call it the fourteen points. Woodrow Wilson ain't got shit on me, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I dropped the mic. That'll be next week. So tune oh. in. Tune in, uh, people are very excited. I can already, I can already feel the buzz going over Twitter right now. We're trending right I'm now. That back, Mark baby. four points are coming. He's back. I'm back what baby. I'm excited about is I get to fly to San Francisco on Monday morning, and I just get to see the after effects of some of the Jets fans that maybe flew out there for that <laughs> debacle. I hope I get to cross paths with some of them, just so I can give them kind of a wink and a nod in my tribe gear. Yeah, last time you were there, the uh, the uh, Cavs won the NBA Finals, didn't they? Game five. No, they won game five. And then it was the turnaround, baby. Joe Archer knows all about turnaround. Yeah. No doubt. All right, gentlemen. Well, it's been real with you guys. It's been fun trying to corral you. Um, I got a few gray hairs and lost even more hair, so my already thin hairline is just even more pathetic as we speak. Um, But we do have a good set of games in week 14 of the NFL season. I'm looking forward to all of the national games. The Oakland KC game Thursday night will be fun to watch, as well as the Dallas Giants game on Sunday night football. And, of course, my Patriots are hosting the Ravens and uh, Monday night football. But, of course, the big game we all know is the, the Bengals headed to Cleveland, and Cleveland will get their first one of the season. So, gentlemen, with that being said, thank you again for joining right. us. Uh, to all the listeners out there, find us on Twitter at Glory Podcast, on Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes, Never Ending Glory Podcast. Find us, share us, like us. Make sure you go to Giant Eagle, pick up that Buckeye Vodka, wherever fine spirits are sold. If you go to the bar and they don't have it, leave that bar. We demand Buckeye Vodka. We'll take nothing less. Our listeners deserve nothing less. So, gentlemen, enjoy the games of football, and we will talk next week. The turnaround, baby. I'm flushing all my bad picks. Wait for it. (laughs) Down the toilet, baby. It's the turnaround for me. Dude, that's where your pick's been all year, man. I'm out. I'm at the top where the air. I'm up the top where the air is crisp. It's crisp up there. Princess is coming for you, girlie.